welcome back to black or couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of suspicion on apple tv this is episode two room for doubt written by rob williams directed by chris long this was a pretty standard episode nothing particularly special that that came from it however the last two minutes seems to put a little bit of a twist on what may possibly be going on here but at least i have a better understanding now of why these particular suspects were brought in by doing the flashback to said hotel we see that three well actually more than three uh because there's sean there is natalie adesh and tara they are all at the same hotel at the same time and that may be slightly suspicious particularly when you're looking for four people and they seem to have a connection as if as it were to the newman foundation if not leo himself her sister monique uh natalie's sister actually goes to nyu so she came for her hen party and then tara was there for a business conference that she had volunteered for because of other people's familial situations and when she got there she didn't when she did she said she was jet lagged but it was clear looking at her speech that she did not want to be there or saying the words that she was saying and natalie cannot remember where she was after she was so hammered all she remembers is her waking up to her alarm which is a little suspicious they're looking into her financial records which they haven't sorted out yet and we know that she is the only one that has a connection to sean unless someone else is using the name natalie so her sister monique is trying to ward off people talking shit about her sister saying what does she do by going upstairs but when she lies in bed she finds after hearing the buzz from the the cell phone she discovers her sister's bag with all of that cash in it she sees the the messages from sean that says natalie i need that money and thus she knows when her mom calls her to hide this shit because now the police are in their home searching it and you know that's what a that's what a sister does for you she's like i don't know what the fuck is going on but i'm going to protect my sister and she takes the the money and hides it in her jacket she then is able to walk off and dispose of it not really dispose of it but hide it in a drain in a drain ditch is that what it's called or it's just a drainage and that is going to be something they're going to have to talk about next episode i will say natalie definitely came off like she was lying at first when she was talking to just vanessa she was holding her own but the minute that martin jumped in is that his name jumped into the conversation and started asking like when did you where did you exchange that money the receipt she took a whole sip liar liar whore liar whore and you know it i know that from watching law and order you need to do better but see when you're lying and you're not good at it 
or you are trying to get away with something you think that you're smarter than you are but there are the telltale signs that can't be unfortunately conquered as well even though many have tried and many have also succeeded but eventually that ego catches up to them and she talks about putting money away to to make her honeymoon special and that's how where she got the money she tells uh martin tells her you're the money woman which seems to be the truth and she tells him he's full of shit adesh just goes for no comment he's the only one that gets a lawyer natalie did not get a lawyer because that's a way to prove her innocence like if i wasn't if i was hiding something i would get an attorney but because i have nothing to hide i don't have a lawyer and she points out to her vanessa but that's also just being smart (laughs) not to mention that your husband is a barrister or your soon-to-be fiance is a barrister so it's almost it as if yeah but i liked her threat like you just ruined this day <laughs> my wedding day and somebody's gonna pay for that i didn't get no sleep because of y'all y'all not gonna get a sleep because of me adash keeps up the no comment for quite a while even the one where he felt hurt he was like your family didn't know anything because you're a liar he's like no comment I don't think he is involved but oh my gosh (laughs) if he isn't the one i mostly feel empathy for (laughs) because he was not having he's like why are you making that sound that's annoying i thought you're not supposed to ask questions when martin comes into the room and eventually he gets him to open up because he's like look the more i don't say anything the more they think i'm hiding something no that is not martin uh i don't know who this the other cop is (laughs) oh wait scott anderson there he is there he is had the right person i was thinking i was like i don't think his name was martin but for some reason that stuck in my head so scott comes in to do because they don't have any evidence they don't have any links they're not getting any of them to break so very much other than circumstantial they don't have anything to actually hold them uh adesh says he was there for a conference yes he lied about he says i'm not a liar but yes i did embellish my resume a bit because I really needed this particular opportunity because I want to start a family. I just want to be a dad. Everything I do is for my family. And y'all are trying to take a misdemeanor for when I was a child. <laughs> to use that as motive or probable cause to hem me up in this way. I felt like maybe because it is London, if this was an American attorney, they would have, and it was law and order, they would have walked the fuck out. Like, you ain't got nothing to hold my client. We're getting the fuck out of here. But apparently they do things differently in Britain. And thus, why we are having a little bit more of <laughs> a due process system. And they definitely did the CCTV because we don't have cameras all over the place to watch everyone. In some cities, yes, but in other cities, no. If it's a major city, most likely so they have that so he he's uh pretty pissed because all all he wants is simple things and he's brought in uh tara's mom or tara <laughs> what is 
say Tara's mom. Tara, who has a daughter who is finding out that her mom has been taken in. People are like, what does she do? If there's smoke, there's usually fire. People are pieces of shit. One that is one thing that is does not change with people not being concerned and more like oh what did she do just so inconsiderate and then the dad i don't care how much you think that her mom is a piece of shit it's her mom and it is your responsibility as her father to alleviate that she would have done something this wrong and even if she did it is still your responsibility to explain it to her in a way other than sitting there and trashing the shit out of her because you're going through a divorce even if it is true even if she is out on uh what's the thing what's the uh i don't even know when you just swipe bootycall.com that's her business and i like what she was saying even though she sounds also guilty as fuck that you know if i was a man would you be asking to be about my fucking dating app <laughs> like i don't understand why this is my business and that her connection to leo is that she uh question hey we are is the money coming to this school and the fact that this child is being admitted is it a part of a patriarchy or is it is did he come here based on merit and i don't think that's a terrible thing to ask yeah of course a lot of people in high places would be looking at her but that shouldn't make her a bad guy like if anything vanessa should say okay yeah no as a woman i understand that and that's where i was kind of missing because if you are going to interrogate someone you want to try to build a rapport and not just treat them like a criminal especially if you want them to i don't know confess to you you need to catch him with their guard down and y'all interrogation skills absolutely suck so <laughs> uh the only thing they really got her on is when she says oh you're you, you know you'll make my or your daughter you get into it maybe she's a mistake and she's like don't ever say my daughter's a mistake like you're crossing a fucking line <laughs> sir whatever you may feel about me or whatever i do and she does have like uh she comes off anyway as someone who <laughs> who isn't about to apologize for anything in her life or who she is and what she believes in and she's probably had to deal with people looking down on her for a really long time and thus she's not about to apologize for her own ambition and success she has a career yes her husband or ex-husband had a job that makes more money but she considers what she's doing just as important and she won't allow herself to be diminished because of it uh and that's when at the end of the episode they're let go and we find out from vanessa after she says they're allowed to be let go and they're going to keep their electronic devices and then after they leave the cell we have natalie jumping into a cab tara going to the atm to get some money so she can find a way home and adesh jumping onto the bus we do get a lot of sean this episode sean goes to see his granddad who uh who knows his son is a good boy but also knows he does bad things and he won't even be lying to the police when he says i haven't seen you because he's going blind or is very much blind 
but he cooks him some food he leaves grabs some things including a gun this man is considered very dangerous and high on everyone's radar so he is definitely the mastermind he goes to a boat and meets up with uh, a lover named amy who is very lustful for him and just as they because he's like is anyone else here no why do you think i waited for you and then he's like let's go out on the water they pull away they uh, start to get hot and steamy she's like you know how i like it and then he ties her up because she likes that and then he leaves her there later bitch get fucked she's talking about how she doesn't care if her husband finds out that she's gonna ruin him you can't do this to me nobody does this to me then he walks away at the end and blows the fucking boat up thought you were hot guess what you're not you are dead 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 i don't think you'll be telling anyone about anything and that poor guy at the gas station just put in some gas in his car (laughs) the gas attendant's not paying attention even though i'm sure that shit is all caught on camera he goes to look in his trunk for some reason and then sean rolls up on him and he beats his head into the trunk i thought he's just gonna leave him there no he straight snapped his neck god damn nigga then he took his car and very ominously he is in london at the end of this episode so i'm like natalie girl you in trouble you in danger girl (laughs) that's not someone you want to fuck with then at the end there is a a uh, conference where Catherine newman's position rising position uh, is postponed or her appointment anyway and then all of a sudden it's interrupted the broadcast is interrupted by her son leo tied to a chair and they tell Catherine newman to tell the truth or watch her son die on national television what you lying about girl this got much bigger and i think knowing that i wonder if these three people had something to do with it i don't think adesh i just can't i'm not i'm not allowing my adesh to be caught up in this shit but i can also see someone who's beaten down so bad that eventually it's like whatever but the part where he asked he was like so did you hear back from them like did they say anything about my he's so desperate for the job (laughs) but that could be a ploy too i don't want to believe it i don't want to believe it so that's my thoughts on the second episode i think i gave the score i just gave it eight out of ten it was pretty typical uh but i'm curious now that they are out of police custody what are they gonna what they are gonna do next and then they're gonna have a lot more scrutiny on them because of of what's going on so most of them may realize this and because adesh was looked at the ct camera was like bitch y'all watching me (laughs) i'm a brown man in this country plus he even made like a racist racist remark like someone like you he's like what do you mean somebody like me 
okay we're not all in sama baladins racist fuck if you want to send feedback for our next episode blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black magic <laughs>